Extra time, Immaculate Grid. Grid 192 for Wednesday, the 11th of October. This is the bonus show for Generations, talking about my sports generations. Latest episode on the big show was on expansion that dropped Saturday. Check that one out. And of course, all of those episodes are evergreen. So feel free to dial up the show on your road trips or wherever you might be going because you got a lot of great content and insights. And Steve and I talking about, you know, our lifetimes digesting sports and being fans. A little more preview for this coming Saturday is probably going to be our most controversial one. So check that out. And again, we ask everybody to have go into it with an open mind because I think there are some perspectives. And sports is probably professional sports. And high when you get to the very high level of sport, it's about as egalitarian as it can get. It's not totally, but in my opinion, it's as egalitarian as it it can get. And because of that, it provides both insights and opportunities. So check out this coming Saturday's show. But of course, this is the bonus show, Extra Time, Immaculate Grid. Want to clear something up yesterday. For whatever reason, I had Rob Deere on the brain. Rob Deere on the brain, and I was talking about Dave Kingman the whole entire time. And I knew I was talking about Dave Kingman, but in my head, I had, I don't know what it is. In my brain, I said Rob Deer multiple times, and I was talking about Kingman the whole time. And maybe because they were both giants, I, I, I don't know. And I knew who I was talking about. But because of that, we are going to do the deep dive on Dave Kingman today after we go through the grid. So let's go ahead and attack it. Let's look at the columns left to right. We have the Yankee, New York Yankees in the left-hand side. We have the Mets in the middle. And then on the far right-hand side for the achievement, we have 3,000 Ks in a career. For the Rose on the top, we've got the Arizona Diamondbacks. We have the Texas Rangers, and the bottom is Hall of Fame. So let's go back to our old way. Let's do our career achievements first. So we will do the far right-hand column first, then we will do the bottom row, and then we will fill in the rest. So 3,000K and Arizona Diamondbacks top right-hand square. You had three choices. You have Randy. You have Schilling, and for those that don't remember, Max Scherzer started his career as a Diamondback. So I went Diamond, I went Scherzer here, 11%. You had three choices. That was it. Texas and 3,000 plus Ks. I went Bly 11 with 3%. You had five choices. Let's see if I can get them without looking. Bly 11, Gaylord Perry, Ferguson Jenkins. Scherzer's on that list. Oh, man. See, there you go. Who's the fifth? We have to go back and look this one up real time. You're saying, man, what kind of shows getting produced here, man? Come on, son. 
There's five. There are five. I gave you Ferguson Jenkins, Gaylord Perry. We gave you Blylevin, Scherzer. There's five. I know there's five. Oh, duh. Nolan Ryan. Come on, man. Come on, man. Better than this. 3,000 plus case and Hall of Fame. I went Phil Necro here, 3%. There are 19 total players to have 3,000 plus strikeouts in their career, of which five are not in the Hall of Fame. CC Sabathia, not eligible. Verlander, not eligible. Scherzer, not eligible. You have two that are kind of persona non grata. Clemens, Schilling, those are your five. The other 14 are all in the hall. Smoltz, Maddox, you know, recent guys that have done it that are in. Sabathia. Does he get in? I don't know. He's number 18. He's ahead of Smoltz. I mean, Schilling, I think, has dug his own grave. Clemens, I think he should. My personal opinion is, and we've talked about this before, they both should be in, Schilling and Clemens. Just let it in. Tell the story. The hallowed halls of Hall of Fame. There's plenty of guys in the Hall of Fame that are racist, misogynist, drug users, you know, uh, women abusers, people abusers. And these are documented, not like opinion. These exist. They are real. Tell the story. Let P. Rosen. Tell the story and say, hey, he was banned and here's why he was banned. Or if you want, make a special wing. I don't care. Let them all in. If, you know, this whole subjective morality drives me crazy. Because in certain times we think some things are morally fine and we think in other times things are not as fine taste change beliefs change times change let them in tell the story tell the story kirk schilling he's a jackass here's why we think he is or whatever i mean just lead let let out the facts put the facts of his career and put the facts of his what he's done socially let the people decide. Same with products. If you support a company, if you support a product, you support it. If you don't, you don't. It doesn't have to be that complicated. It just boggles my mind. But five guys. Five of the 19 are not in, three of which are not eligible. 
to our at present persona non grata. Bottom left hand square, Yankee and Hall of Fame. I went with Tim Raines, 0.4%, just trying to be cheeky. Of course, he's not really a Yankee, played for the Yankees, but, you know, more Montreal. And then Mets and Hall of Fame, I went Willie Mays here, 9%. I was willing to take the hit. There's really one true Met that's a Hall of Famer, and maybe two. Tom Seaver, and maybe Nolan, but even then, not exactly. I went Willie Mays here, 9%, Giants all the way. So let's go with the top left-hand square, Yankee and Diamondbacks. Oh, 0.03%, Felix Rodriguez, Giants, former Giant. He was a, he came from the Diamondbacks, played for the Giants. 2002, three-run home run, game six, Scott Spezio, Felix Rodriguez. He was a great setup guy. He was a great seventh and eighth inning guy for the Giants. Did really good. And if we were measuring, I think 2002 is a year where we really started changing how pitches were being clocked. So in 2000, after 2002, I believe that is a year where speed was being clocked out of their hand. So prior to that, so Felix Rodriguez was throwing as hard as anybody is today. He was throwing, you know, 96, 97. And, um, you know, if you change it, it it's going to put him up in that 99, 98, 100 range. Dude was throwing smoke, but man, Specio took him out. Giants lose the World Series. He would go on and have a year or two, I think, with Yankee. That was pretty much it. Arizona Diamondbacks and Mets, Jay Bell. Jay Bell, of course, a pirate, won a gold glove or two with the Diamondbacks and had his last rando season. As a Met, I think Jay Bell either holds or at one point held the longest stretch of chances without an error. Now I got to go look that up. Yankee and Texas, Claudel, Washington, 0.1%. Here's an interesting fact. Bobby Bonds. And Claude L. Washington were traded for each other. How about those apples? Along with a guy, uh, Rusty Torres. Not They weren't traded straight up, but how about that? And then, I don't know, we've been on a Rusty Staub kick lately. Rusty Staub, 1%. Mets in Texas. Montreal. Detroit, season with Texas, Mets a couple of stints, Rusty Staub. <laughs> All right, Dave Kingman. He's a USC guy. Drafted in 1970, first round by the Giants. Three-time All-Star. Dude, 16 years in the in the bigs. 
debut at age 22. That's in 1971. It has six years with the Mets, four years with the Giants, three with the Cubs, three with the A's, one as a Padre, one as a Los Angeles, California Angel of Anaheim of Anaheim, and one year as a Yankee. He has 442 career home runs. So when we're talking about major leaguers, there's over something like 20,000 people to have played all time, whatever the number is. He's like top 25 in total home runs. And he was much higher, you know, during my lifetime because a lot of those home runs are fairly recent. Pujols um, is one that comes to mind. Sosa, McGuire, Bonds, you know, a lot of a lot of the 500 home run guys during the second half of my life at present, there have been as many guys hitting 500 or more home runs than there was. Before then, you know, Willie Mays was number three. He's no longer number three all time. He used to go Aaron, Ruth, Mays. Mays is 660. So Kingman's right in there. 442 career home runs. He has a 236 career average. Now, for back in the day, he struck out a lot. Now, compared to today, he didn't strike out very much at all. He has 1,816 total strikeouts. He's walked 608 times. That's what really hurt hurts him. Now, is he a major leaguer today? Short answer is yes. His OPS plus is 115. So we still 15% better than the average major leaguer during his career. He led the league in home runs twice, 79 with 48 and 82 with 37. He led the league in slugging in 79. He led the league in OPS in 79. So, you know, the guy could hit. The guy had power, but he's one of those original dudes. It just his batting average wasn't great. And you know what? Let's call it what it is. His 236 average, not great. His 302 on base percentage, not great. Reggie is not that much better. Reggie had one season where he batted 300. One. Kingman's single season high is higher than Reggie's. So just. It's circumstance, also the parks that you're playing in. Now, in 79, playing for the Cubs in the summertime, you know, that's a band box. So he hits 48 home runs. It's great. He started out playing in Candlestick. In Candlestick, he has 29, 24, 18 home runs. He goes to the Mets, boom, 36, 37. 
26. That was across, you know, three different teams, Mets, Padres, Angels. 28, 48, 18, 22, 37, 13, only played 100 games, 35, 30, 35. The guy also never played. He played 158 games once. Other than that, you know, let's see. He only played over 150 games one time. The year he hit 48 home runs, he played 145 games. It's hurt a lot. Big dude, though. Big dude. I was going to guess 6'4". I looked it up. He's 6'6". Big guy. Three-time All-Star. You know, defensively, meh. He's okay. Not great. But as a Cub, he would have a 138 OPS plus. Have a 907 OPS standard. 569 slugging. 278 batting average. So from age 29 to age 31 season, those were his best, best years as a big leader. In 1980, you know, he only played 81 games. The short short season of 81, he plays 100. But he's a Met at this point. 16 years, 442 home runs. Dave Keeman. Funny, the other funny thing is he only had 240 doubles. And when you look at a lot of these guys, which I've been doing a lot since we started the podcast, you look at a lot of these guys, the better hitters. So, you know, his best season is is 79. He has 48 home runs. He bats 288. If you look at these guys, you know, throughout baseball history and the better players, they have 48 home runs. They have, you know, 30-some-odd doubles. And, you know, instead of batting 288, they're batting, you know, 20, 30 points higher. Also, you know, walking 45 times. So you're only walking every four games, every five games. Modern guy, even modern guys aren't, you know, are walking a lot more, striking out a lot more. But, you know, maybe that's what keeps Kingman where nobody ever really considered him as a Hall of Fame player. He's got the home runs, but the average was just low, didn't walk enough. I mean, for as many strikeouts that he has, if he walked more. His career high in walks was 62. That's it. That was in 158 games. That's his age 36 season. That's when he was with the A's. He was athletic at the end. But I mean, in his, he walked over 50 times three times. But the rest of his career, 45 or fewer walks. For the other 16 seasons, or balance of the 16 seasons, however you want to say that. 
he was a poor man's Reggie. Reggie's buoyed, obviously, by the three home run game in the World Series. I believe that's the 77 season, not the 78. I believe it is 77. Reggie has an MVP. Reggie's 1980 and 69 season. Those are the two seasons that really, really stand out for Reggie. Here's the other thing. Because he doesn't hit that many doubles and his average is so bad, Kingman only had over 300 total bases in one season. And that's that 79 season at 326. His next highest is 277 at age 35. And then it drops down to 248. And he's kind of in that 240s range. It's not that great for total bases. For a season. And again, he's not playing full seasons because he's hurt a lot. Um, so that hurts him as well. No pun intended there. But 442 home runs just sticks out so much. Especially as compared to today. So, you know, are he and Adam Dunn? He and Adam Dunn are very close in total career home runs. So maybe that's what we do next. We give you a deep dive on Adam Dunn. But Twins got bounced today. Atlanta got smoked. They're down two to one to the Phillies. And uh, hopefully the Doyer get bounced tonight. Get them out of there. Anybody but the Doyer. Anyhow, this is extra time. It is Immaculate Grid. It is the bonus show for Generations talking about my sports generations as Grid 192. Wednesday, 11th of October. We will see you tomorrow.